Welcome to the C3 Coffs Harbour podcast. Today's message is a recording from our online service. To join our online church community, visit c3ch.online.church and you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Enjoy the message. Hey, thanks for joining us today at C3CH Online Church. Uh, last week, we looked at the importance of what it is we put our faith in. When we put our faith in Jesus, then we have the assurance that he'll be with us forever. In fact, he give us, gives us a promise in John chapter 14 that, that his peace he will leave with us, that when he transcends and ascends to heaven, that he would leave his peace with us for the rest of our life. Um, we also looked at Philippians chapter 4, which talks about um, when we think and practice godly virtues, that the God of peace will actually be with us. And that's an incredibly humbling and reassuring thought that when we focus our mind and put our hands to work in godly ways, that God himself, uh, the God of peace, will be with us. And so today, um, I want to take that thought a little bit further and, and tap into what it is we actually think about. But before, that, before we do that, let's just pray together. God, we thank you as we come around your word today uh, that you would speak to us, that your word truly is life-giving and Lord, it is helpful for every possible situation we can see ourselves in in this life. So we pray that today, Lord, that the truth of your word would leap out of the pages and into our hearts and be transforming our lives. We just thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, it would come to no surprise, no, as no surprise to any of us that uh, prior to uh, the COVID-19 uh, coronavirus crisis, um, that indeed there existed a pandemic all over this globe, a pandemic of depression, a pandemic of anxiety, a pandemic of, of mental illness. And, and Australia was by no means uh, immune to that. We were absolutely part of this pandemic that existed before the current pandemic. And uh, I've recently done some statistics uh, research and, and discovered that um, in any year, one in five Australians will experience mental illness. Um, 45% of Australians in their lifetime will suffer from some sort of mental illness. Um, every day in Australia, six people die from suicide. Let that sink in. Six people today will die in Australia from suicide. Five times that amount will attempt suicide each day. 30 people in Australia will attempt suicide because of depression, mental health, anxiety issues, and things like that. Um, one in six people right now are suffering from depression, anxiety, or a combination of the both. And so it's, it's crazy what is going on in this world right now. Uh, one in eight Australians are currently experiencing high or very high psychological distress. And according to the Australian Department of Health, uh, there are some risk factors that contribute to these uh, statistics. Um, and, and they are uh, bereavement, the removal of family or a strong social support network, unemployment, or other major life events. And so all of these factors, um, bereavement, removal from family, uh, social uh, um, support networks, unemployment, and major life events 
these were all the factors that were contributing to these statistics prior to uh, the lockdown and, and the, the restrictions on social gatherings due to the COVID-19 uh, pandemic. And so my concern is that um, these, these same issues that have already been a major problem in Australia and indeed the world are only going to be amplified now that people are in isolation and people are in loneliness and people are separated um, because of the stricter regulations. And what were once cracks that people might fall into, my fear is that these cracks become caverns and people find themselves alone and, and, and tucked out of the, the, the corners of society and find themselves uh, in a, a far greater problem than, than perhaps they were um, before. Um, so what can we do? That's the big question. If this is a real issue, if this is a real problem, what can we do? Uh, Galatians chapter 6 verse 10 says that, since then, we have an opportunity, we should do good to everyone, especially those who are of the household of faith. So Paul gives us this commission that we ought to do good to everybody, especially, first and foremost, to our brothers and sisters in our local church congregation settings. Um, according to the Australian Department of Health, there are multiple protective factors so the risk factors we just looked at, uh, bereavement, removal from family, social support systems, unemployment and major life events, they're the uh, risk factors. But we've also got a set of protective factors that the Australian government gives us uh, that will help with reducing or minimising the likelihood of those suffering from these mental health problems. And these include robust self-esteem, so helping people think more highly of themselves and encouraging them. Um, emotional resilience, so giving them the, giving them the tools to, to handle these things in life. But the big factor is strong social networks. A strong social network or a community or a family of faith or friendships are, are protective factors that are recognised to help people to um, not go into the deepness of uh, despair that can come with mental illness. And so um, for us, I think... Going through the, the, the stage of life that we're in, the, the COVID-19 crisis and all of that sort of stuff, really is forcing us to, like never before, to think. And we've got to think about things like hygiene practices. We've got to think about our health, our well-being, our family's health and their well-being. We've got to think about where we should go, where we shouldn't go who we should be with, who we shouldn't be with. Uh, we've got to think about our finances, our careers, our jobs. We've got to think about our relationships. We've got to think about our communities. We've got to think about our future. What does our future look like? In fact, the Bible is um, filled with passages that really encourage us to actually think. Um, and I want to look at just a few here today. Romans 12 verse 2. It says, Don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, by thinking, by testing that you may discern what is the will of God, what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So we are transformed by how we think, renewing our mind. Romans 8 verse 5 to 6 says, For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the Spirit set their minds on the things of the Spirit. For to set the mind on the flesh is death, but to set the mind on the spirit is life and peace. Colossians 3 verse 2. Set your minds on things that are above, not on the things that are of this earth. 
So we've got to set our minds on the things above. So look, like we looked at last week, whatever is good, whatever is lovely, whatever is just, whatever is noble, whatever is uh, worthy of praise, think on these things. In Colossians, we're reminded again to think on things that are above, not things that are on this earth. 2 Timothy verse two, chapter 2, verse 7. Think over what I say, that the Lord will give you understanding in everything. Proverbs 15, verse 28. The heart of the righteous person ponders how to answer. But the mouth of the wicked pours out evil things. Have you ever been in a situation where your uh, brain doesn't give your mouth permission to speak, but it speaks anyway? Um, have you ever been in a situation where, for instance, you're walking down the road and, and someone says to you, morning, and you say, really well, thanks. Yeah, me neither. I'm just making an example of just what could happen. But in those situations, our, our mouth just speaks before our brain actually engages and tells it what to say. And that's what Proverbs is saying here is that the heart of a righteous person actually thinks before he speaks. Because our world is formed by the words that we speak. So we've got to think first to make sure that the words that are coming out of our mouth are life-giving and, uh, and appropriate. It's important to think. 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 1, Paul says for us to imitate him as, as he imitates Christ. Imitate him as he imitates Christ. If we were to go further and, and, and do a bit of a case study in the life of Paul, we would see that Paul is an incredible example to us of a man who thinks. And yes, he thinks about theology, and yes, he thinks about church strategy and church planting, and yes, he's, he's consumed with thinking about how he can take the gospel to the four corners of the earth. But, but above all those things, Paul thinks about people all the time. And we're going to see all through Scripture how he does that. Almost every single one of Paul's letters in the opening statements, we see that Paul is constantly thinking about others. Romans chapter 1, verse 9 and 10. Without ceasing, I mention you always in my prayers. Now you can't pray for someone if you first haven't thought about them. Because once they're in your thoughts, then they trigger you to pray for them. And Paul is saying to the Romans, I am always praying for you. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 4. I give thanks to my God always for you. There's a thought process there. He's thinking of these people. Ephesians 1.16. I do not cease giving thanks for you remembering you in my prayers. Philippians 1, 3-4 I thank God in my remembrance and always in every prayer of mine for you. Colossians 1, 3 We always thank God when we pray for you. 1 Thessalonians 1, verse 2 We give thanks to God always for you in our prayers. And 2 Timothy 1, 3-4 I thank God as I remember you constantly in my prayers night and day. So Paul is constantly Thinking about others, thinking about people. And so we see in, in, in 1 Corinthians 11 verse 1 where he says, imitate me as I imitate Christ. So he's giving us an example of how to live our life, how to think about other people. Now, I know Paul thinks about almost everybody, but that's probably unrealistic for us. And I know that we all have our own suite of issues that we're facing right now in 2020 with people losing their jobs, people losing their health, people losing loved ones. And it can be hard to be outward focused and think about everybody else when we've got our own sort of problems that we're facing in our own life. But, but we want to start somewhere. We want to take this principle of thinking about other people and start somewhere. So here's what we're proposing, that each of us 
think of three people that we can call, contact, reach out to every single week. Uh, we want this initiative to go far and wide uh, throughout our church community and indeed beyond. And we don't want to make it too complicated or too um, you know, complex. There's a lot of complexity in our world already. We want to keep it as simple as possible. And so we're just suggesting three quick questions that you could ask somebody when you give them a call. And, and those questions are simply this. How are you doing? The second question is, how can I help you? And the third question is, how can I pray for you? So three people, three simple questions each week. And if all of us can, can uh, you know, commit to doing that, then our, our reach will be far and wide to, to help these protective factors of uh, building strong social networks in people's worlds so that we can help prevent people slipping through the cracks of our society or people that are already in the cracks falling into caverns and being so socially isolated and disconnected. That's, that's the, the very last thing that we would want to, to see happen. We want to make sure that we don't allow social uh, distancing to result in social uh, isolation. So we would love for you to, um, to join this initiative, to spread this message far and wide. We've even printed these cards up which just say, hashtag think of three. And so we would love for you to pop into the church office and grab a bunch of these cards and drop them around the place at petrol stations, supermarkets, and just spread this word far and wide. Follow the um, Think of Three Instagram page that posts daily about just encouraging things. And so that we can really get this message to not just our C3 community, but to the community abroad to Think of three people each week that we can connect with and love on and just touch base with to make sure they feel like they have a strong support network around them. So, hey, get involved in that. That would be fantastic. Um, but right now, I just want to finish this service uh, with a word of prayer. And especially for anybody who might not have the faith in Jesus that, that you and I might have, uh, that faith that gives us the hope and the peace that we need um, to, to navigate this crazy um, period of life that we are going through. So um, if, if that, that's you today and you don't have faith in Jesus, maybe, maybe today is a day where you need to cross that line of faith and accept what Jesus has done for you and, and put your trust and put your hope in him. And the Bible teaches us that when we do that, that we have the full assurance that his peace will be with us and that he will transform us from the inside out. The Bible calls it being born again. We get given a brand new life where we don't have to live by fear anymore, but we can live by faith. And God's faith gives us assurance and gives us hope and gives us peace. And so I'm going to pray a prayer right now for anybody who, who doesn't know Jesus, or maybe you once did walk with Jesus and you've, you've walked away for whatever reason. And I understand, I get it, life gets crazy and sin is tempting. And, uh, and for whatever reason, you might feel distant from God today. I want to pray a prayer that would bring you closer to him. And so why don't we just close our eyes wherever we are. Right now, there's going to be a button on your screen that you can press to, to raise your hand to respond to this moment in the service and, and just lets us know that you are serious about crossing that line of faith and committing your life to Jesus. And we'd love to contact you. So, hey, why don't we pray together? Dear Jesus, we thank you so much that you died on a cross for us. And we right now repent of our sin, our rebellion, our, our disconnectedness to you. And we ask that as we put our trust in you today, that we would get a sense of your nearness, a sense of your spirit, a sense of your peace in our world, that you would truly transform us from the inside out. Lord, would you help us and, and, and remind us to think about what we think about, that we would think about you, we would think about lovely things, good things, and, and ultimately we'd also, like Paul, set an example for us, we would think about others. 
And so right now, whoever's praying this prayer for the very first time, Lord, I pray that you would just touch them and bless them. Those who are coming back to you, bless them right now today, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. As I said, if you've prayed that prayer for the very first time, or if you're reconnecting to Jesus, hey, would you click that button just on the screen? I think it's there, actually, on the screen. Just, just stand there, click that button to say, hey, that's me. We'd love to get in contact with you and connect with you and help you in your faith journey. So, Thank you for listening to this podcast. For more information about our online services, visit c3ch.online.church and come say hi on Facebook and Instagram.